0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus again in reply spoke to the chief priests and the elders of the people in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then the king said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out therefore into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike. And the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment he said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet and cast him into the, dark, into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. is to you, the Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yes. That was the best part of our We've got some difficult readings here this morning. (laughs) Not easy to interpret out of context, that's the problem sometimes when you just happen to come upon one of these readings, and if you haven't been following the story, or even if you have, it's sometimes hard to piece it all together. But at the beginning of today's gospel, at least we get a clue about the audience that Jesus is addressing. Jesus, again, in reply, spoke to the chief priests and the elders of the people in parables. So this is a pretty tough crowd. Jesus was usually very stern with these guys because they were so hard on everybody else. At times, he even calls them hypocrites. For Jesus to call somebody hypocrite is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that means that Jesus is pretty angry. So, then he tells this parable about this banquet and how those who were invited didn't come, didn't respond. They were too busy. They were too absorbed, you might say, in their own lives. And then at the very end, he says, well, just go out and invite whomever you meet. And I think that's where we benefit because let's face it. We weren't born into the people of God. We weren't Jews. We weren't originally the chosen people. So God in his goodness and his mercy brought all of the nations together, which was always his plan. Once he needed to come up with a plan for salvation because of the fall, his intention was always to gather us together into his family, to make us one in him. And so then we get this little... Addition here to our story about this friend Who was without a wedding garment and who got kicked out? I think we could relate this to our baptism in a sense and we can relate it to the work then that God does for us We can understand this as God working on our behalf dressing us up so to speak remember at baptism there's usually a little white garment involved whether it's a hand-me-down from generations past that grandma made or great-grandma or whomever it was, or it's one that the church supplies, which is usually pretty cheap and stiff, but anyway, it's white, and it symbolizes this newness that we have been given, this newness of life. We are reminded that we become new creatures We become new creatures in the order of grace. We become new creatures in the order of grace. We can't forget that. I think we often forget that. That we have been introduced into a new order. A new world order, yes. A new world order. (laughs) The order of grace. And so as Paul says, we are new men. We are new women. Not because of what we've done, but because of what God has done for us. And then today we're celebrating this votive mass in honor of the Eucharist. So Jesus continues to accompany us, He continues to feed us His life. He continues to pour out into our hearts His grace, His power, and His presence. That's what we need when I was inviting us to recognize and acknowledge our need for forgiveness and healing at the beginning of Mass, what's implied there is a recognition of our need for grace. And so we typically receive grace through the sacraments, which take on these forms of bread and wine At baptism, there's water. And so it reminds us that we are being fed and that we are having our thirst quenched by God. And so there's a deeper reality than just our physical bodies and our physical hunger or thirst, but there's a a deeper thirst and a deeper hunger for God that sometimes we're not always in touch with. We sense that there's uneasiness in our lives, there's tension, there's stress, there's anger, whatever. You know, like I said, we're all having to work out our salvation in fear and trembling because we're so fickle. We're so susceptible to so many influences that are not of God. So we turn to God. That's why we're here, right? We're all here because we want God to touch our hearts. We want to be friends with God who first wants to be friends with us. Let's face it. I was meditating on John 15 today and Jesus there told his apostles as he tells us right now, I call you friends. And then he goes on a little bit later, it was not you who chose me, but it was I who chose you. I chose you. As we heard him tell, was it Philip in the, no, it wasn't Philip, it was uh, Simon, right? The zealot and the chosen. I didn't need you, Simon. I didn't need you. I wanted you. I wanted to be your friend. I wanted you to be my friend. How beautiful is that? That feels good, right? We got, we got to just kind of let that one wash over us and sink in. This new book I'm reading says, Reflect on that with your head in your heart. It's a nice little phrase, isn't it? Reflect on that with your head in your heart. <laughs> so let's ask the Lord to really uh, have that grace of friendship with him. Take root in our souls and our bodies and our minds and our hearts. Jesus, really truly present in the most blessed sacrament. Thank you for wanting to be our companion and may we grow in this grace of divine friendship with you. Amen.